Okay, welcome back to 100.9 The Line, serving our community with information and news from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. And I am north of the Mason-Dixon line right now. I've got Justin Slepp on the phone. He's the director with uh, he's the director of Veterans Affairs for Franklin County, the whole county. Justin, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am awesome, and thanks for being with me today. So glad to have you with me, especially as we roll in here to Memorial Day weekend. And uh, God bless you. You you served your country, and uh, thank you for your service. And I just want to uh, tell us what you served in here when you were deployed and so forth. Now we'll get into some Q&A. Okay, sir. First of all, it's my pleasure, my honor to serve this great country. I love it. I, I wouldn't do it any other way. And I... Uh, I feel ancient anymore when I'm starting to take care of certain veterans because I served in the United States Marine Corps from uh, 2002 to 2006. I served in Afghanistan in 2004 and then in Fallujah, Iraq in 2005, and then I separated from the Marine Corps in 2006. All right. Well, again, man, thank you for that service. And uh, business was good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we've talked before. Yes, we've talked before. <laughs> Very busy, very busy. Yeah. Okay, Justin, well, we're running into uh, this weekend, and we've got Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Let's talk about uh, the the VA. um, I think some veterans are putting flags on cemeteries, and let's just talk about that a little bit. Uh, I'm familiar with some of this. Uh, Apparently, you know, Governor Wolf said that apparently some people weren't allowed to put uh, flags on cemeteries and honoring the vets. And then some there was some back and forth. Are you familiar with this whole thing? I'm I'm a little bit, Ron, I'm not completely uh, up to date with some of the some of the procedures. I know that there are some based around the Boy Scouts and then getting large groups of of individuals together to uh, put out flags. So. Um, you know, when I spoke to the commissioners about this, this has always been a major priority for the Franklin County commissioners. And we are a little bit different than the other counties. We always order our flags during the first quarter of the year. And we order ours separately. Some other counties get large groups of 20 to 30 to 40 counties together and order bulk orders. I just, I'm a team player, don't get me wrong, but I just believe in, you know, making sure we get our own stuff so we can take care of, like, the 17,000 flags we put out each year. So our um, county distributed over um, the 17,000 flags during the first week of April. So our volunteers have had them for quite a while. So um, most of the county is covered already, and um, I'm personally out today. I was out yesterday. And uh, we're putting out the finishing touches on some cemeteries today, and, and then they should be done by tomorrow. Uh, we just have some uh, smaller areas to cover, and uh, I'm a small group of volunteers today. And then the VFW Honor Guard is helping finish up some areas throughout Chambersburg and Marion on on Friday. So we um, we're we're set and ready to go, and uh, we have made sure that all of our veterans' graves will be covered before Memorial Day. Oh man, that's fantastic! That is just fantastic, Justin. Seventeen thousand flags—that's a lot of flags to get out. So that takes quite a organized volunteer group. And uh, man, thank you for uh, heading that up and, and making sure that all gets done as we honor our vets. And um, I tell you, I just starting to feel that the 
the vets, uh, their voices are less and less heard anymore as uh, as we get, as you and I and how me, you know, as we get older, the, the younger people now, they just don't seem to have an attachment, uh, no history behind them, and they just shuck the vets off i mean it just it just isn't right so i i appreciate you keeping up the good fight my friend keep up the good fight absolutely it's my pleasure and honor to do what i do i I absolutely love my position i love serving our community and this community is something special and it's always taking care of me and the veterans that we serve so i i can never say thank you enough right well uh so i want to ask you now you're you're responsible for veterans affairs and have you seen an increase in, in the demand for – well, first off, I guess, tell me some of the services you give the vets. Okay, so we we help um, kind of triage any any veteran need that comes in. So whether it's um, benefit-related for benefits they've earned through their military service, if it's uh, benefits like disability compensation, education benefits, uh, pension vet benefits for veterans or pension benefits for surviving spouses. We um, we go through all the eligibility criteria because there's quite a lot. And um, we just screen them out to see what benefits that they can pursue. And then we do all the paperwork and everything for them. Uh, they, just, they will have to do a little bit here and there because there's certain things that they have to bring to me in order for me to get through the process. But we represent them up to and including uh, fighting appeals in the federal court systems and in different areas throughout the, the state and sometimes the country. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we represent them from the beginning of, of the preparation through the final adjudication of claims. Okay. All right, Justin. Well, hey, it's uh, 8, 12 in the morning. We're going to have to bounce out here real quick for a word from our sponsor. When we come back, I want to talk about maybe some of the mental health services that are offered. You're listening to 100.9 The Line. Welcome back to 100.9 The Line, serving our community with information and news from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. I've got Justin Slepp on the line. He is with Veterans Affairs. He's a director of Franklin County Veterans Affairs. And, Justin, we've been talking a little bit about this Memorial Day weekend. You're putting 17,000 evolutions organized to have 17,000 flags put in cemeteries all across our county. This is fantastic. Great job there. We learned about your service to the country. And I want to ask, uh, get into now, we have the PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, in a lot of vets. And with this whole COVID lockdown situation, are you seeing more requests for services in the mental health realm? Well, I think for services in general, I think the county has been doing a phenomenal job um, with providing services during the COVID-19 crisis. Um, All offices are still operating, providing a presence, and serving our community. Uh, But for for mental health, it's always been a major concern, along with many other things. During this time, whenever people are hunkered down at home, um, you know, the shelter effect, the loneliness can kick in, uh, depression can definitely increase. Uh, So it's so it's always a concern of ours to make sure that we're checking in with as many people as possible and ensuring that the resources um, that are in place are readily known and available to them. And one thing that we've been uh, encouraging is that anybody that has a mental health crisis to continue to communicate with the VA uh, because the VA has been doing a great job with offering telehealth services. Um, from small conversations I've had with some of the community-based outpatient clinics, there has been some increases in mental health services, but they are hard to notice the difference because 
instead of having in-person exams, they're all through telehealth. So some of those are routine patients, others are new, uh, but the, the services are still being offered. Uh, another another important thing to remember is that the VA has a crisis line, and they're very, very quick to respond. And that number for the VA crisis line is one 800 273-8255 and then you have to press option one. They also have a text option where you can text 838-255 and you'll be able to receive text back and forth. Or there's another option where you can chat online at veterancrisisline.net. It's an open chat with clinical social workers, um, battle buddies, support systems. It's a it's a great program, and if there would ever have to be a check-in system, uh, they alert local authorities to come immediately to, to respond and check on you. And I know from working in the past with the Pennsylvania State Police are very, very responsive and quick to get on site uh, from different crisis issues and things of that nature, and it's a great system that the, the VA has in place. Wow, that is fantastic, and I'm glad I've tried to make a note of all those options. Of course, anytime you can listen to our uh, our pod podcast on thelinenews.com slash podcast, you can always go listen to the podcast and get that information. I jotted this down. I tried to uh, make a note of that when we post our podcast as well. I really appreciate that information very much, Justin. I had Greg Edens. He's with the VA down in Martinsburg, I guess he's based out of, on the line last week or week before. And we did talk a little bit about – now, he's uh, more of a social uh, – you guys work in tandem, I guess. Is that correct? Yes, we do have a partnership with the Vet Center in Martinsburg. We offer uh, space at the county building for um, for a clinical social worker to come up twice a month, if not more. And uh, they they come up to offer on-site counseling to veterans in the community, so they don't have to travel down to uh, you know down to West Virginia. So it's just more convenient to provide that care into the community. Mm-hmm. Are they still doing that? Are they still able to do that? Right now, we're, the service hasn't stopped. The delivery has changed a little bit. So um, right now, they're just doing through telehealth, not any in-person okay. visits. So those, those patients are still utilizing the service. And uh, they're just doing it over the phone or over the computer. Okay. Still the telehealth. I understand. And I guess... Uh, some of the, the vets maybe have some underlying health issues, and so it's a, a, maybe a greater concern uh, for the COVID than maybe you know a healthy you know twenty five year old. So I get that, and uh, hopefully at some point uh, we get out of this. But in the meantime, it's good to know and re- reassuring that the veterans are still being taken care of in the kind of manner that we want to take care of our vets, as they've served us so well and and given us all this freedom. So thank, absolutely, thank you for for that, Justin. Well, Justin, I've got to run out of time here. Where it's uh, eight eighteen in the morning. Uh, how's I want to ask you real quick before we leave? How's the Save a Pet, Save a Vet program, and how many dogs do you have in it right now? Uh, the, the Save a Vet, Save a Pet program is doing great. We have uh, eleven program dogs right now. They're uh, mostly with my trainer, and some are with foster families. We've had to um, temporarily suspend in-person training classes, but the dogs are still going through training that all the dogs that are at the training facility and any fosters are dropping uh the dog off 
with my trainer. She'll work with them, and then they'll come back and grab the dog. So the dogs are still going through, and uh, we're just in a little bit of a holding pattern until we can get back to um, operation and everything like that moving forward. So we're still doing great things with that, and the dogs are all in great shape. Well, that's what I was wondering. I, You know, I love dogs, uh, and, you know, this is such a great program that you started, and, and you've, you've got these 12. I think you, your max is 12. Is that correct? That That's where we're comfortable with holding. That's where we have enough space. Uh, we have 10 kennels down at our training facility, and then we have uh, a few foster families that are always ready to, to help out. So 12 is a comfortable number for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me ask you real quick. I, I still have another minute here. What what does a typical foster family do? As I love dogs. I'm just curious. What, what does a foster family do? The foster family is very busy with us. We, we ask quite a lot, uh, but most of the families have always participated have no problem doing it. We have... Um, they typically keep the dog, and sometimes that can be for a few months or up to a year. Uh, but they come to training class at least once a week, and then they also come to any of our outreach events to uh, participate with that. And then they just socialize the animal and, and keep up with the training requirements. And uh, they have a live-in companion for a little while until that we need to place that animal with a veteran. Okay. And are these typically German Shepherds? We have, we have German Shepherds right now. We have some Labs. We have Labradoodles. And then we have a few different type of mixes. We have one uh, German Shorthair Pointer. Oh, okay. Uh, so we, I love those. It's just really based off temperament, you know, and, and we screen them out very, very thoroughly. My trainer does a phenomenal job. And so it's, it's really based on the temperament, not so much the breed. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, uh, that sounds very appealing as a foster but boy, if you got this dog a year, oh my goodness, I'd hate to get. Because <laughs> I know I'm a dog lover, lover, and you get attached to them. And uh, but anyways, well, I'm glad the program's going well. Let's hope we get back to business as usual here real soon, so that we can get those dogs placed and continue to help the vets. Uh, and again, Justin, thank you for your service, Marine vet. Served a couple deployments. You are the man. God bless you, my friend. I appreciate you being on today. This is 100.9 The Line.